Hi everyone and welcome again to another episode of Bible Made Easy. I'm Brother George. Thanks for joining me again. In the last episode, I gave you the overview of the Old Testament and how each section fits in with the overall Bible narrative of our broken relationship with God and how throughout history He goes about restoring it. Today, we'll move on to the next phase of the story by covering the New Testament. Again, having a Bible in your hand while going through this with me might be helpful, or you can look at the list of Bible books I've provided in the show notes if you want. But you don't have to to get the points. So here goes. The New Testament starts with the all-important books of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. The word gospel means good news, and they were and are great news because after 4,000 years of humankind's failures, even those of God's own people, Israel, these books describe the coming of the Saviour, the ultimate restorer of our relationship with God, Jesus Christ. These are the four most important books of the whole Bible, and if you're going to start reading the Bible, I recommend you start with these and even read them over and over again because it is the life-changing teachings of Christ that are at the heart of Christianity. In the Gospels, we find God, seeing humankind mired in misery, is filled with compassion for us, and in fulfillment of hundreds of Old Testament prophecies, comes down to earth himself in the form of Jesus to personally get involved, to teach and show us how to live, and to pay the punishment for our sins himself on the cross. The Gospels chronicle the three-year ministry of Jesus on earth where Jesus claims to be the Son of God, the long-awaited Messiah, and proves it by performing many miracles of healing, feeding the hungry, raising the dead, and preaching such beautiful sermons that the people were astonished at his doctrine. Jesus also does away with the outdated sacrifices and rituals of the Old Testament, as well as the Old Testament laws, and replaces them with only two that we should love God and love our neighbors as ourselves. Jesus is the ultimate superhero of the whole Bible narrative, the Savior who mercifully sacrifices himself in order to bring us lost children back to God. In the Gospels, we see that so convinced were people of the truth of his claims that upon getting to know him, 12 men immediately left their jobs, families and communities to follow him full time, and there were many other followers as well, and they witnessed the life and teachings of Jesus for about three years. Unfortunately, the Jewish leaders who had completely strayed from the heart of the Old Testament teachings failed to recognize the coming of its predicted Messiah, and they criticized and persecuted him the whole three years until they had him crucified by the Roman governor on false charges of treason against Caesar. The Gospels show that his death was a seeming body blow to the faith of his disciples, and many of them forsook their master. But when he rose from the dead, their faith skyrocketed and catapulted them into the action we read about in the book immediately after the four Gospels, the book of Acts. In Acts, we read about how the previously uneducated, ignorant and cowardly apostles of Christ risk their lives to go throughout the known world to preach the gospel to all people. Following in the footsteps of their master, they love, they perform miracles of healing, they preach, and they also endure beatings, prison, and even death. Christianity exploded, 
and the Church of Believers grew exponentially throughout the regions around Israel and Syria, throughout Turkey and Greece, and all the way to Rome, the capital city of the Roman Empire, which was the dominant global force at the time. This new family of believers required leadership, guidance, and teaching, and this came through leaders like the Apostles Paul, Peter, John, and others who, like their Old Testament counterparts, were flawed heroes, but who were faithful and wrote the pastoral and teaching books you find after the book of Acts, from Romans all the way to the book of Jude. These books touched on a variety of themes that helped grow the new believers in the faith. Here are some of the main themes of these books. 1. Salvation, the restoration of our relationship with God, is not a reward for our works or keeping Old Testament laws, but rather it is a free gift of God through Jesus which we must choose to accept by faith. 2. Clarification that being an ethnic Jew was not a requirement for salvation but that rather salvation is available to all people, regardless of ethnicity. 3. Clarification that Old Testament laws and rituals were no longer needed, and that God's moral requirements from the time of Jesus were only that we love God and others. 4. Outlining of the spiritual and behavioral standards for living as a Christian. The coming to earth of Jesus and his introduction of his new laws of love brought a radical, positive change in the hearts of his children. God's people were no longer to be motivated to obey him by fear of punishment, as they were under the Old Testament laws. Jesus' call to love and serve others sacrificially expected much more of the Christian community than that of the Israelites of old and there was a significant improvement in the behavior of God's community of believers and their example to the world. Christians became known for their brotherly love, and this helped Christianity spread like wildfire until it became the most widespread belief in the world. And now we arrive at the final book of the New Testament and of the whole Bible, the book of Revelation, written by the Apostle John around 95 AD. In a series of supernatural revelations to John, God shows him what will happen in the last days of human history, including the rise of an evil world government led by a dictatorial leader known as the Antichrist, very soon followed by the triumphant return of Christ himself to rule and reign in love forever over his people in the newly restored heaven and earth. This is where God brings a final and eternal happy ending to the whole Bible narrative. The devil and the evil he introduced in the Garden of Eden are defeated forever. The wicked are punished, the saved are rewarded, and finally reconciled forever with God. The saved will be living as God originally intended in the Garden of Eden, in love and righteousness in the heavenly city of God, where there is no death, sorrow, crying or pain. Thank God for the happy ending. It's an incredible narrative from Genesis to Revelation. It's the ultimate dramatic action movie plot where the hero, Jesus, saves the gullible victims, us, from the clutches of the evil villain, the devil. My friends, have you seen yourself in this movie? Have you also been separated from God and suffered the negative consequences as a result? God is on a mission to rescue you too and to bring you back to Him. 
If you haven't yet received Jesus as your Saviour, then please take a minute to repeat this simple prayer after me, phrase by phrase. Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. Please come into my heart and life. I know that I have sinned and have been unloving. Please forgive my sins and give me your gift of eternal life. Please help me to love God and others. In the name of Jesus I pray. Amen. If you sincerely prayed that prayer, you are forgiven, saved, and in eternal relationship with God. And now that you have him in your heart, you can start your journey as a born-again new person, loving God and others. There's so much to learn about this new life, so I hope you'll continue to join me regularly by listening to Bible Made Easy. Thanks for joining me today. If you want to study further about today's subject, I'll put some links in the show notes. And if you want to keep listening in, please subscribe by hitting the subscribe or follow button. And also, please hit the like button and leave a positive comment. That would be great. I'm really looking forward to you joining me for our next episode. Bye.